Welcome back, everyone, to the Suit Yourself Podcast, part of the Finish First Media team. My name is co-host number one, Austin. Hey, co-host number one. Hello, co-host number two. Brandon Alessio. I immediately regretted what I said the second it came out of my mouth. I know. Uh, welcome back, everyone. Today's episode, we're going to recap week four, uh, go over a couple of the major injuries, not so much the smaller ones. Uh, and then we were going to talk a little bit about some free agency uh, moves that you might want to make tonight. Um, Brandon, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Uh, I'm doing quite well, thank you. Just a little bit tired. Uh, just very quick opening question for you. Uh, what is your favorite way to tell time? Huh? What is your favorite way of seeing or telling the time? Like a clock? Yeah. Isn't that the answer? Well, no. What kind of clock? There are multiple time oh. pieces that one oh. can acquire. Sun- sun- sundial. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I don't think that's the best way, but that's a way. So, question answered. Uh, We will begin today's episode by jumping into the injuries, or should I say maybe the bigger injuries, the the ones you probably care about the most. Uh, Starting off with Falcons wide receiver Julio Jones, uh, he aggravated a hamstring injury that signed light him in week three, uh, and he was limited in practice, obviously, last week, and so uh, he's a long shot to play this week in week five. He's been... He's been a tough for owners this year. But then again, so is most top three yeah, picks. Most everybody's been tough to own, but yeah. uh, Julio looks like he is not or is doubtful excuse me, to play uh, in this upcoming Monday night game. Uh, Cam Newton is still going to be out, I believe, for this next coming week. Uh, it says he's listed as unlikely to come back in week five. So I would imagine he's probably not going to. However, uh, Jared Stidham and Brian Hoyer look so bad that I think he might end up. <laughs> yeah, it's tough times. They might them. expedite. Uh, that option if possible a uh, couple other ones Buccaneers tied in OJ Howard he suffered an Achilles rupture I think is what you'd call it it's not good uh, he's obviously out for the season so that really sucks for him but uh, he was the next one uh, then we had Chargers running back Austin Eckler uh, he is out for it looks like four to six weeks on an apparent uh, As a hamstring, hamstring injury, strain yeah. and hyperextended knee yeah. so yeah it's never fun to hyperextend things as somebody who's done that to their elbow uh, no. Does not feel very good for quite a while. So, uh, not good there. And then maybe, is this the biggest news? Nick Chubb? It, it's some of the biggest news. Uh, Nick Chubb is going to be out multiple weeks. They say several, but if I recall, it was four to six or something yeah. was the projected estimate. Um, and I believe he was on there for his knee. So, not good. Uh, Kareem Hunt owners rejoice. Uh, obviously, don't. Don't be excited in public, but you can rejoice on the inside. Uh, so that's obviously a big blow uh, for the Browns there. Um, obviously, there are a lot of other injuries, but that's going to be the primary big ones that we're going to discuss today. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to go ahead and jump straight into the week, uh, not the preview, the review. Ooh, the review. Yeah, of week four here. Uh, the first game that we're going to go ahead and review is going to be Broncos-Jets. Uh, in what was a very exciting Thursday night match, by very exciting, I mean it wasn't. It was excited for me. We're just pretending like we had fun. Uh, the Broncos took this one 37-28, uh, the two winless battling it out for the first win. Uh, this is this was a big game in terms of who was going to receive the number one draft pick for the uh, 2021 season. It, it's, it's hard to watch. The, the Jets. Jets, once again, proving that they are maybe the most competent at losing, so... They're, I'm saying things they're at least consistent. I'm like, saying this in the compliment form. It, it, it's not it's not easy, or I assume it's not easy to be a, a Jets fan these days. Yeah, Adam whatever. Gase doing his best Adam Gase impression and losing to a bad team. Not only that, just I mean, I guess yeah, that's it. But I mean, like he, there's just no bright side. I think there. So as far as things to talk about for this game, I would say uh, we're just going to say it like this. Uh, Jamison Crowder and maybe, maybe Chris Herndon are the only options. Not, or even I wouldn't even say Chris Herndon. The only options you're considering yeah, playing. One catch for 11 yards. I would throw Jamison out there every week. Oh, absolutely, Jamison. Uh, yeah. Nobody else. I mean, Sam Darnold, no touchdowns. That, no interceptions for all you Jets fans. That's good. It's probably a first. <laughs> 23 for 42 for 230 yards. So was sacked six times. So shout out uh, Jets offensive line. Really uh, getting it done. Uh as far as the Broncos side, uh, Brett Ripien, Ripien, I've heard it said a million ways. I'm just gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna pretend like I know. It's one of those, you know. Uh, two touchdowns, three interceptions. So anybody who bet him to throw an interception, uh, cashed out free money. He had a really, really, really bad pick six too, like a really bad one. He did not look good. No, 
Neither, speak, nobody did. Like you see, thirty-seven points, and you're like, oh, that's all right. Even Melvin Gordon had a horrible game until his last run. It's wild that somebody, a quarterback, could throw three picks and you still win by more than a touchdown. Oh yeah, that, that doesn't happen very. That just often. shows the ineptitude of the Jets. Well, I think that was Atlanta a couple weeks ago with the Cowboys. I think it was like five zero to turnovers, and they still lost, which yeah. is incredible. Jerry Judy had a nice catch, but he they just don't use him much. I mean, I know they're they're throwing a Brett Rippey. Yeah, four targets is not a whole lot there. That's not what you're Tim, looking Tim for. Tim Patrick looked really nice though. They were targeting him a lot. Yep, six for seven, hundred and thirteen yards and a touch. Um, I think him and Judy, you're obviously gonna keep on your team. Uh, any thought you know, anybody who thought of Royce Freeman or Deshaun Hamilton, I would say yeah. that they're definitely not worth rostering. Uh, Melvin Gordon did look okay. He even had a couple catches, only three targets, so Nothing too crazy there, but uh, I would probably keep Noah Fant around. Maybe uh, it depends if maybe in a ten-team league you don't. Well, but. even even five on full PPR for thirty-five yards, it's still eight and a half points. Which I mean, if that's your floor, that's pretty good. Yeah, so I'd probably keep him around. I'd say there probably there could be better options available on the waiver wire, but he's, he's on track for about eighty catches, eight hundred yards, and eight touchdowns, which for a tight end I think is really good. Yeah, that's not too bad. So he's probably worth keeping around. Uh, anything else you wanted to mention about this game? Um, no, and I don't think it's going to get any better for Le'Veon owners either. Even with him coming back, I don't think that's going to help their team at all. If anything, it'll hurt it. Just oh, subtraction by addition I don't there. think hurting, but I don't think it, it'll he's help He's certainly much. not going to be an Aztec. Well, if he comes back and averages six a week, I mean, that's not that's hurting because you don't want to start a game. Melvin Gordon, six. though, has been looking pretty solid. So he Gordon looked – throughout the game didn't look good, but he had that one huge run at the end, which helped him. Granted – Two touchdowns. Yeah, I assume – I was meant from like an efficiency standpoint. I assume mm-hmm. the Jets were like – well, like, stop Gordon and keep just let Rippian throw. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that was probably part of the game plan. But, yeah, I, it's a fairly obvious. He had, he had no business with getting that 43-yard touchdown at the end. That was just a collapse by the Jets. But as somebody who owns him in Dynasty and in another league, I was very happy with that. Mm. Uh, next game we'll move on to is another high-scoring game that was kind of okay that probably shouldn't have been. That's Jacksonville versus the Bengals. Uh, this game ended 25-33 to in the favor of the Bengals. They're now 1-2-1. and the incredible record. Yeah. Uh, Burrow, I mean, he only got sacked one time. I'm sure that he was pressured a thousand times. But yeah. as far as box score, that's actually pretty good as he's been getting hit on every single play. Uh, Lord have mercy on him next week when he plays the Ravens. Uh, but he's still looking pretty good. 25 for 36, 300 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Nothing crazy there. Joe Mixon showed up. Joe Mixon finally showed up. <laughs> the week I play him in two leagues. He finally, well, he got a lot of carries. 25 carries, 151 on the ground, two touchdowns. So he was very heavily involved. Uh, he also had six receptions for Receiving 30 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. So he was six for six on uh, on targets. So DJ Chark also showed something up. Something you like to see. Um, James Robinson still is showing that he's very good at football, which he's been good every week now. I do think that we need to mention that Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins both look good. I think T. Yeah. Hig- T. Higgins is probably legit at this point. Well, he's more legit than guys like A.J. Green. Yeah, I think as somebody who, due to injuries, who was forced to start AJ Green last week, I was not okay with that. I think AJ Green, he's still getting a decent amount of targets, but at this point, I think he might be a drop. Yeah, if, if and I'm gonna be stuck playing him this week because my um, Galladay's on by, Godwin is hurt, Valdez Scantling, who I don't even know if I'd play him anyways, is on by as well. What about T Higgins? Were you able to get him? I was not able to get T Higgins. If I could get T Higgins, I would get T Higgins, but I can't, so I won't. Um, I guess then on to your point, DJ Shark, LaVisca Chanel, both look good. Yeah. Even uh, Keelan Cole was Keelan Cole is still worth keeping yeah, around. I think this wasn't this the first week he's had without a touchdown. I think it was. I think he'll bounce back. Even in full PPR, he's still got eight and a half, which is serviceable. Not great by any means, but And uh, James Robinson not having the most amazing game, but good floor game he, for him. He's, he's going to be a yeah, RB1 like, going forward. Still. Even, I'm trying to look it up, without a touchdown, I'm trying to do the math in my head. Which, oh, no. Yeah, might have to. Dangerous. Yeah, but had some smoke coming out. He still had roughly 14 points, which, I mean, for a guy who was probably not even drafted in most leagues, that's still incredible, especially for a floor game. Yep, uh, I probably wouldn't want to have Gardner Minshew, and I wouldn't roster him personally. You I wouldn't? No. He had another nice game, 350 and two touchdowns. Yeah, Intercept. I, I mean, maybe I'm just out on him. I just don't think – I think there's been a lot of good quarterbacks this year. I don't know. I still seem to be somehow underwhelmed by him every week. But – Their defense is terrible. Yeah, but if you give up thirty three of the Bengals, you're not going to beat anybody. Yeah, but if you're only putting up twenty five against the Bengals, you're not going to beat anybody. So they've, put, they've consistently put up decent, I think. Well, I'd hope you could score on the Bengals. 
I mean, previously. Let me look. Well, let's hurry up. I don't think we need to spend Yeah, they, they put up 27, 30, then 13, and then 25. I mean, they put up good points. It's just they... 13 and 25 against the Bengals? 25 is good, but 13 is not good. Who have they put up the most points against? The Titans. Hmm. Titans defense hasn't looked as good as we thought, but who knows? Uh, speaking of bad defense, we will move on to Cleveland versus Dallas. That was, a, that was a uh, quite watch. a game that we had here. Uh, Forty-nine to thirty-eight in the favor of the Browns. Shout out Browns, three and one. Uh, Dallas falls to one and three, tied for I believe it's second in the division. It's honestly embarrassing. Or, is it? Th- no, it'd be tied for. They're second. They're tied for second, but there's yeah, they're the third. Yeah. Uh, another good game for Dak. I guess if you want to say good, uh, I mean he's losing, but his numbers are good. Well, he Four, threw the ball sixty times. Forty-one for fifty-eight, <laughs> five hundred two through the air. Uh, four touchdowns, one interception. Uh, so definitely a nice day for him. He's had, I guess, 12 yards rushing, so that not too much there. Mayfield, on the other hand, 19 for 30, uh, two touchdowns, no interceptions, 165 yards. And I think it's safe to say that he is definitely not ownable. Who? Uh, Baker. Okay, yeah. Definitely not ownable. Uh, the best-looking quarterback yesterday, Jarvis Landry, one for one, 37 yards and a touchdown, which went to Odell Beckham Jr. He threw that thing. Uh, it's funny to look at the stats. The, uh, the stats leader for rushing for Cleveland was Dernis Johnson. 13 for 95. Odell Beckham Jr. second, 2 for 73 and a touch. Yeah. Uh, with Kareem Hunt at third, 11.71 and two touchdowns. Yeah, another uh, 6.5 yard per carry average. So he's been incredibly well, efficient. Well, Odell this was 36.5. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, he had a 50. Ernest was 7.3. So. Well, no, I know. But Nick Chubb, 7.2. I mean, Kareem Hunt's really. 307 yards again on rushing, though. That is inexcusable. Yeah, you're not going to. I know they're going against probably the best running team in the league. So obviously the number is going to be a bit inflated, but at the same time, if you can't give up 300 yards on the ground, you just can't. Yeah. You definitely don't want Baker on your team. He's not worth rostering. Um, Odo Beckham jr. This was big for him. Five for 81, two touchdowns through the air on eight targets. Jarvis Landry. Well, Austin Hooper finally had, there was an Austin Hooper sighting. I imagine if it, David and Juku weren't hurt. He came through, oh, man, Five for 34 and a touchdown on seven targets. He had the second most targets on the team, so that's kind of a big deal. I still wouldn't roster him yet, but just something to make note of. Uh, I'm starting to think Jarvis Landry might be a drop. Oh, not, was, not a drop, but... I was very high on him. He hasn't had double-digit points all week, I all know. year. So four consecutive games under nine points, I believe, in half-point PPR. So not getting it done, no touchdowns. He was five for 48 on six targets. Uh, he has a very safe floor of six to eight, and that's about it. Yeah, Baker's literally become the ultimate oh, and game I, manager, too. I apologize. He did have a passing touchdown, so he was oh, yeah, over he, 10 yeah, this week. Yeah, probably a great, great week this I'm week. I'm not going to pretend like that's going to continue. So Baker's been surprisingly a game manager, which if you would have told me that a couple of years ago or even last year, I would have laughed. But, like, what's has he even exceeded it? Let me pull it up real quick. Has he even exceeded 300 yards yet? Has he even exceeded 250? Um, I'm not sure, but I don't really care because I don't think he's worth owning. Yeah, he – so far, he's on track for 2,900 yards on the season, which is nothing. Yeah, he went 189, 219, 156, and 165. Like, he's the ultimate game manager yeah, right now. Not but great. it's working. So, I mean, we'll see if the him. running game can keep it up since uh, Chubb's out, but I'm sure they will. Ezekiel Elliott's looked really bad this year. Yeah, he looks the, slow. Well, they haven't been able to establish a run because they're always down. He looks slow, and they, he keeps fumbling it. And he had his, he had one. This week was the first time, so in four games, he had one rush over 15 yards. Mm. That explosiveness just isn't there anymore. And he has, what, four or five lost fumbles this well, year? Yeah, already. but in fairness to him, he got 12 rushes. I mean, they're, so, they're down so much that they have to play a more up His receiving game. game, surprisingly, has been what saved him, which for a guy who has always been viewed as a guy who couldn't catch throughout his career, it is bizarre. Uh, I hate to say it, I think Michael Gallup might be close to a drop as well. He's just – if he's not – he's either going to have a long touchdown or nothing, and it's proven that he's going to have a long touchdown maybe once every four or five games. So yeah, they I, if you it. have better people to add, I don't think it's a bad thing to drop him. Uh, Amari, CeeDee Lamb, Dalton Schultz, are go- they are all going to be starts every single week. Mm-hmm. Uh, all those guys except CeeDee, who had two touchdowns. All those guys mm-hmm. had a touchdown. Amari Cooper, though, 16 targets, 12 receptions, 134 yards. Dude is getting it done. Yeah, uh, I believe if it was funny if if you projected him out for the rest of the season, he was I think over like three thousand yards or something. It was just kind of funny. What's but. wild too is with Michael Gallup, he got twenty nine yards out of the five hundred and two. Like, yeah, there it wasn't like around a lot. it wasn't like the Browns where they threw for one hundred sixty five. So like, oh, he got twenty. That's 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 one fifth. It's like no, he got like one twentieth. He got five percent of the yards. Yeah, which is scary. 
Uh, Cedric Wilson, I don't know if he's even worth keeping around. I picked him up in a league, but I might hold on to him another week or two. Yeah. In fairness to me, it was a deeper dynasty league, so I kind of have to hold him. But uh, in a redraft, maybe give another week or two. Uh, him and, I mean, if you want to hold Gallup one more week to see. But Gallup, definitely a boomer bust play. Um, the only other thing, maybe very limitedly worth mentioning, probably for deeper leagues only, but Tony Pollard, he managed to get into the end zone three for 16 today on rushing. Um, I think there's a world, if they can get the game script back to what they'd want it to mm-hmm. be, I think there's a world where he does get more touches. Well, yeah. Uh, but obviously, you're probably not add, you're not adding him now, but just something to think about. With how bad that defense is, too, it's going to be hard for them to get to that world. Yeah, it, it's going to be. I, I wish they'd get him a little bit more involved. I think he's quicker than Dak, or not Dak, uh, than uh, Zeke at this point. Yeah. He's pretty explosive, so not a bad player at all. I'm not saying he's better than Zeke, but he's very he's a very good player, kind of has a little different skill set. Um, moving on now, we're going to move to the Saints-Lions. Uh, Brandon's Lions fell 29-35 to to the Saints. They compete against everybody, dude. They're not as bad as the record. Will Matt Patricia be fired? He should be. Mm. Saints 2-2 two and two now. The incredible 2-2, two and two uh, having not – I don't believe they beat a team with a winning record. I guess Tampa. But well, they've only beaten two teams. I don't really want to call Tampa I, – I don't really want to give that to him first week. Well, Tavius Murray still getting a ton of carries. I believe, yeah, he's uh, he doesn't look too bad. He's no. he gets a lot of goal line looks. Fourteen for sixty four for him. Uh, they use him a lot more than I thought they would. Kamara nineteen carries, eighty three yards, and one touchdown. It's like a so. sixty forty split. Yeah, it's definitely not bad there uh, for either of them. Uh, obviously, Kamara gets a ton of passing work as well. Uh, he well, I say that he only had four targets to Latavius is two. So yeah. they both seem to split everything, not not equally per se, but they're both splitting things. Uh, Traquan Smith might be the big story. It looks like he actually might have a role in this offense. Uh, he had four targets, four for 54 with two touchdowns. I'm not saying he's Michael Thomas, but he I think he's a little bit more promising than you might have thought a little bit earlier. Emmanuel Sanders hopped on the scene just after last week. I said he's not worth starting or even owning. So. Six receptions on nine targets for 93 yards. Uh, I think he's going to be one of those guys that once Michael Thomas comes back, he kind of drops off quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Plus, I mean, I'm not saying – I always thought Emmanuel Sanders is a very underrated player, but I don't – He's just old. I don't hurt. think he's going to be doing this all year, especially once Thomas comes back. Taysom Hill, three carries for six yards. He also had a catch in there for eight yards. Yeah, not uh, overly he can, great. He can do it all. Drew Brees, is is he still worth owning? 19 for 25, two touchdowns, one interception, 246 yards. I'd say with bye weeks, especially coming up now, he's definitely worth a spot. And he should be owned in every league because with buys, he should be getting played. Is that, he a top 15 quarterback going forward? He's somewhere around there. Yeah, that's like just kind of sad. You yeah. always hate to see like the old guys fall off. He's not really falling off. It's just he has to play so conservatively because he's getting up there. Stafford, surprisingly, only 31 attempts, 17 for 31. Uh, that's a terrible percentage. It really is, wanted, yeah. You know, uh, like he managed 60%. 206 yards and somehow got three touchdowns, uh, one pick. So he kind of builds you out a little bit with the touchdowns, but not an overly great day. AP still leading uh, the Detroit Detroit with the rushing on 11 carries for 36 yards and a touch. Uh, next highest was DeAndre Swift with four. So uh, as we talk about, Adrian Peterson's probably your best play, but you're kind of you'd want to avoid if possible. Dan- this is gonna be. I'm not saying you should own him, but Danny Amendola has been strangely viable still. Another fifty-seven yeah, another, on three another, targets. Well, I mean, like, strangely viable in like the if you need somebody. I mean, he can get you. Like, he had the one game earlier this season of eighty-one. Like, he's had a couple decent games, which I'm not yeah. saying you should own him. But like, if you're desperate, 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 maybe Danny Amendola. Maybe DeAndre Swift has been. He's been good in the receiving game. Yeah, he's been keeping you alive with the receptions. Four for thirty with a touchdown. Uh, obviously, like I mentioned, four for twenty-two on the ground. So Hawkins and two, he very low ceiling. But he had a touchdown, a two-point conversion, which definitely saved him. That being said, he also had, I think it was like around a twenty-yard. Like I didn't see the entire game, but I saw one instance where he had like a twenty-yard reception that got called for penalty because they passed interference to him. So I, I mean, just I have a hard time starting anybody who's two. I mean, two catches. I agree. Two catches on four targets. He's, he's been. He's the thing that he's gotten around eight to twelve every week, though. So he's this, good in terms of he's has a high chance of a touchdown. Yeah, he, he's he's definitely worth a start. Like I own him, and I yeah, he's I worth owning. Thinking about getting a new one. Uh, I think Marvin Jones is a definite drop probably by now. He's been rough. It's been hard to watch him. But uh, Kenny Galladay had eight targets. Uh, better days ahead for him. Not this week because they're on bye week, which is really well, screwing me. Y- you know what I mean. 
Uh, carry on, obviously, not rostering. No. I hope nobody's rostering him. Uh, next game we have is going to be the Seahawks-Dolphins. Seahawks took this game 31-23, to uh, and what was not a surprise. I guess maybe it was more of a surprise that the game was kind of close. The Dolphins have been oddly competitive against just about everything. They always are. Fitz, like, Fitzpatrick's they, good enough to be frisky. The Bills they the Bills almost lost to him. These guys, or I say lost, it's a one, one possession. This is a one possession game. They won a game in there, and I think the other one was a close game too. But, yeah, they're – if Fitzpatrick, if he had a good game, they could have easily won. Yeah, Zero touchdowns, two picks. With, no, with no two picks, it's not a, a great game. Weird. If he had a good game, they honestly could have taken that. Wilson did come back down to earth a little bit. Uh, not so much with yardage. He was 24 for 34, 360 yards, but only two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And finally threw an interception. So now we have two two players now without an interception going forward now. The race, the race is starting to move its way down. Yeah. Um, Chris Carson has looked very, very good, especially with all the injury concerns he's had. He had that sprained mm-hmm. knee, and he came back and did really well. And he had to concu- had to go through a concussion protocol this week, and still ended the ga- ended the game with over twenty points. No, he was looking good. Sixty for eighty for two touchdowns. Definitely a nice day for him. Uh, and then let's see, he looks like he had three receptions for twenty yards on four targets. So not a ton of passing work, but still enough that you'll yeah, take it's it. Five points, still. Uh, Metcalf, no t- no touchdown today, but four for one hundred six on six targets. He's obviously at massive. Uh, I mean, if you got him where you got wherever you got him, it was probably a good deal. I think he's a top he's ten. So going frustrating forward. because he, you, you always think like he's not going to get that bomb again for four weeks straight, and he does it every week. He had another thirty-seven yard pass. Speaking of frustrating, Tyler Lockett two for thirty-nine on four targets. He had more touchdowns and catches last week or the week prior. David Moore somehow always staying flex worthy, uh, three for ninety-five and a touch on four targets. I think he's a real, you know, real. Flex guy potentially, like I don't think he's going away. He's consistently putting up like somehow putting up weird, pretty good points every week. Even Greg Olson with the decent day, he keeps putting up decent days. Greg like, Olson's always going to have a good floor. I don't like think five he's catches. Put, it's eight and a half. He's points. not going to put up many touchdowns, but he's going to get you. They targeted him between five and ten. Remember they targeted him in the in the end zone. We both were about to lose it, and then he he dropped it. Yeah, it was. I think he's he was definitely a sneaky good tight end play for this year. Yeah, especially in deeper leagues. Maybe not so much in like a t- eight or ten team league. Devontae right. Parker too. He's looked very very good. Uh, and once again, that that is correct. Ten for one ten on twelve targets. Uh, Isaiah Ford. He had ten targets as well. Four for forty eight. He's a guy that we've mentioned before in the waiver wire shows. He's a very deep add. But if you're looking for a little bit of depth, or if you have a couple guys going on IR. Or, you know, you might need somebody to throw in for a buy. I think you could do a lot worse than him. Yeah, Brito is also effective in the running game or the passing game, excuse me. But I still don't see him being, I guess, with injuries, maybe ownable, but not like a viable yeah. start. Jordan Howard again with his two carries for two yards. Uh, the only running no back one. I would even think about owning is Miles Gaskin at this yeah, point. Yeah, and he even this week was not incredible. He was fine, but wasn't great. Um, but outside, yeah, Gasecki won for fifteen. That's just what you're going to get with him. Uh, he's going to be all over the place. but uh, uh, And then I would say that Preston Williams, if you own him, I would say don't. So that's the uh, that's as far as we're going to go on that game. Uh, next game that we have, another amazing game, kind of. Uh, it's going to be the, I almost said uh, Justin Herbert, uh, Chargers versus Buccaneers. Um, poor Justin Herbert, three consecutive losses, but he's looked, I don't want to say amazing, but he's looked pretty good in well, all we- the games. For rookie, he's for his got a nice experience, deep ball. he's looked incredible. Definitely has a nice deep ball. Twenty for twenty-five, three touchdowns, one interception. Uh, if you are a Chargers fan, you are definitely taking that. Yeah, and you are asking Tyrod not to come back. I would assume. I'm not a Chargers fan, but that's what I would take from that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the rushing game was just miserable. Tampa does have a pretty good defense, so I don't want to overthink it. I this might be viewed as blast or like as a hot take. I don't think Josh Kelly is very good. Nine for seven for point eight yards, and that's that's not okay. after, that's not after like in general. I don't think he's very good. Like he's averaging three point three yards per carry, but he just gets so much work, which is the only reason why he's able to keep his head above water. So on games like this where he doesn't get the ball much, mm-hmm. it's just nothing happens. So I guess after this game, it's hard to say he's a sell high. He probably he probably should have been sold the week prior, but like. There was a game, I think, two games ago, 22 carries for, like, 60 yards, and he had a touchdown. It's like, oh, wow, 12 game, twelve points, on, and that's not in counting receptions. If you all have 12 points, that's great. It's like, yeah, it is, but on 22 carries, that's I'm not going to – I'm personally not giving up on him. Oh, I guess only because Eckler just went down. 
But yeah, I just think it was a tough game. I mean, nobody rushed. A tough few, though. Nobody rushed well on their team. Uh, and I, like I said, Tampa, I think Ugh. Tampa's defense is pretty solid. So I, uh, I'm not too worried about him. He might not. He might. His ceiling might be a little bit more limited than we'd like to, you know, initially thought. But I lost a fumble too. I still like him. Um, as far as the passing for the Chargers go, they were really all over the place. Yeah. Uh, the leader was I'm going to mess up this last name, but Jalen Guyton, mm-hmm. uh, one for 72 for a touchdown, <laughs> one target. You don't trust that. Don't pick him up. It's kind of funny because Keenan Allen had eight, uh, eight receptions on 12 targets for 62 yards. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, it's you know Hunter Henry. I think he's a borderline start. Uh, Keenan Allen, you're obviously playing, but outside of that, and obviously Justin or not just uh, her. Or, uh, Goodness, I'm losing it. Joshua Kelly, I don't think there's too much you want to... Hunter Henry, I guess, but yeah. Yeah, he's a, a borderline kind of guy. Yeah, uh, tough game this game. And I do think that Herbert, if he continues to play, he's not the worst play. He's a good bye week no, fellow, I would he's, think. He's been very well. Or Especially because well, they've good. been... I mean, the defenses they've been playing against have low-key been okay, so... Yeah, and like even his his quarterback rating and passer rating were both higher than Tom Brady. And Brady threw for five touchdowns, which boosts that exponentially. 369 and five touchdowns, so... Brady yeah. looking a lot better than, you know, than he has been. Uh, Chargers defense. Kashawn Vaughn, was- dude. Kashawn Vaughn finally got some touches, and he got a touchdown in there. He disappointed nobody. He disappointed with his three for four carries or three carries for four yards, but he had a nice touchdown catch in there too. What do we think of Ronald Jones? In what sense? Well, twenty for one hundred and eleven yards. He's he's fine. He's, six, he's definitely the guy you want to own. Six receptions for 17 yards. He's easily the guy you want to own. On nine targets? He had a team high of nine targets. His problem is he hasn't been able to find the end zone much. He has one one touchdown. But that being said, he is on track for about 1,200 yards, which His helps him. His problem, too, is he's really like weekly. One week it's really good. The next week it's awful. He's he had kind a, of a roller He coaster. had a couple of really bad drops in there, too. I think he's Their gonna, balls thrown straight to him. They hit his hands and bounced he's off. He's obviously the guy that you're going to want to own. Um, Mike Evans doing his thing. Seven receptions on eight targets, 122 yards and a touch. Uh, Scotty Miller, who we've talked about a little bit on this program, mm-hmm. uh, five for 83 with a touchdown on seven targets. We're not saying he's elite, but as long as uh, Chris Godwin's been. out, I should have been my point. So Chris be, Godwin, he's going to be viable. Uh, again, don't mess around with Rob Gronkowski unless you just have free roster spaces to throw. At around. this point. As the biggest hater of Rob Gronkowski, you might want to, though. Uh, because O.J. Howard just went down. I think that Cameron Brait might take up his Maybe role. he will. Cameron Brait still had a touchdown today uh, on one reception. So, it I just sucked. don't think Gronk's going to get a lot of touchdowns. It sucks, too, for um, O.J. Howard. Because, like, he had fifty like, back-to-back 50-yard games, a touchdown this game. Like, he's actually seemed to be, like, kind of getting it. Not getting it, but, like, actually being kind of used and finding success. And, of course, he ruptures his Achilles the week he starts to show potential but just sucks for him yeah to be clear the only guys i would really want from this team as it is right now uh mike evans scotty miller uh and probably ronald jones and probably brady i wouldn't yeah, roster I'd, anybody else i drop uh LaShawn mccoy because i think he's officially you, you rostered him i've seen people who'd have he's essentially moved to the fourth guy because yeah, I don't with know what, um him. with i can't think of his name jacksonville guy um leonard Fournette. leonard Fournette. thank you who's hurt yeah with leonard Fournette out uh, Kashawn Vaughn came in and got more carries, more targets, more yards, and more touchdowns than LaShawn. So I think LaShawn's easily moved to the last place on the depth chart. Yeah, that's probably about right. Essentially uh, just ring chasing at this point. Speaking about last place in the depth chart, uh, we're going to move to Washington versus the Ravens. Ravens take this one 31 to 17. Uh, my transition was more so aimed at Dwayne Haskins. Uh, he might have went 32 for 45 for 314, but there were no touchdowns. Uh, he is looking like a man who is going to be replaced very soon. Who should be replaced. So uh, expect him to get moved out very quickly here. Dwayne Haskins not... has a starting job, but we can't see we can't see Jameis get a get a passing attempt. Yeah. That's what hurts. I mean, let's just make this short and sweet here. Antonio Gibson, Terry McLaurin. That's the only people you care about. Both of them had a very nice game. McLaurin ten for one eighteen on fourteen targets. Gibson thirteen carries, forty six yards and a touch, and then through the air four for eighty two. On five targets, so definitely something you like to see there. Lamar Jackson has not looked great this year either. Yeah, he's, he's 27th in passing yards, which just isn't going to cut it. Yeah, I was never a huge fan of his, but just because I didn't think he was a very good. Passer, Wait, without but... without the elite run game and the elite defense, he if you give him an average running game, not him himself, but like average like system and average defense, 
he'd be at best an eight and eight quarterback at best. He did go seven for fifty three and a touch on the ground with a fifty yard. Well, run, yeah, I mean, yeah, which take, is kind of sad. That take that one out, he would have went six for three. Six for three, yeah, he's weird. So, uh, Gus he's, Edwards, yeah, he's moved up to number one. In, I mean, great. It's because they keep blowing these bad teams out, so they keep giving it to the guy who they don't care if he gets hurt. And yeah. it's, Gus Edwards keeps leading and carries. It's essentially a running back by committee right now. It's exactly what it is. Which sucks. Hell, even Rob Robert Griffin the third got three carries. I mean, they're giving everybody carries at this point. When there's 32 rushing attempts and Mark Ingram's supposed to be the number one guy, gets eight of those, 25. percent That's not good. It is worth noting he did have a touchdown. He did, which the which really saved him. But yeah, yeah it, it's a tough thing for them. Mark Andrews, Marquise Brown are the two guys you want to own. Mark Andrews did again three catches, two touchdowns. I don't apparently I just accepted could, that that's just he can happening. only catch the ball in the end zone. It's crazy. Um, yeah, I'd say. And those are the only two receivers you're owning, correct? Yeah, probably. I, I was, know that Mark Andrews. I mean, I was excited about Willie Sneed, but he just kind of fell off. Have the those cliff. been the only word? That might be the only time that's ever been said in the history of the NFL. I'm excited <laughs> that's about Willie Sneed. I was after like week one. I'm like, ah, oh, you know what? Maybe he found a place. Uh, to nope. be fair, I did think that he was worth an ad just because I thought he could be the you know seven to twelve points a week guy. But yeah, not anymore. I think those dreams have uh, fallen by the wayside. Have there. not come to fruition. Uh, speaking of falling by the wayside, not. Uh, we have the Cardinals versus the Panthers. What happened? That's what I want to know. The Cardinals have fell, fallen by the wayside. Ah, they, they started so well. They looked so nice at the beginning. Yeah, and then, the uh, Cardinals have been taken down by Teddy Two Gloves in an oh. epic battle. Kyler Murray, such weird stats. 24 for 31, 133 yards and three touchdowns. No interceptions. That's like a, that's a Lamar Jackson game. Also, 100 well, yards we're and three not touchdowns. done yet. Six rushes for 78 yards. So now we're really at a Lamar Jackson game. Uh, very interesting there. Jeez, imagine if he had a great running game and a great defense. We thought Kenyon Drake was going to have a bounce back. Uh, he did not. Three, 13 for 35. He's honestly looked so inept this year. It, I don't know what has happened in the last eight months. I think he came, finally came back to earth. Because it's the first four or five years of his career, he, he wasn't good. He wasn't bad, though. He was pretty solid. Well, wasn't bad is nowhere to draft a first-round pick. Well, yeah, I'm just he. He looked. Pretty, he was. We always thought he was a good player on the Dolphins, just because it didn't. We just kind of chalked it up to being the Dolphins. It it, it hurts as somebody who spent a first round pick or no, a second round pick on. Well, I was. I wanted to. So it hurts. It, this is nothing You're that we keep expected. Keep him out, but of course. But that, <laughs> I think he went down with an injury too, partway through the game. Yeah, which, that's not good if you're not getting no. it done. I mean, Chase Edmonds showed up in four four for sixteen. Which is nothing, but he still outplayed him. So I mean, and of course Christian Kirk gets the touchdown as well. Uh, uh, the other touchdown, him and Edmonds. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins came down to earth a little bit. Uh, if you're in a full PPR league, still is a pretty respectable game. Seven for 41 on nine targets. Did lead the team in targets. Uh, I think you're just gonna have to chalk this one up to a bad week. As a Christian McCaffrey owner, Mike Davis is really upsetting me because those should be my points. I he was, has been killing it. I was really high on Mike Davis. I should have put more it. fab on him. I, sh- I had no fab. The, the, pro- well, the problem but. is is McCaffrey's coming back in like yeah. three weeks or two. Or th- or for three, a rental, weeks. though. Oh, my goodness. He's been killing it. Yeah, 16 for 84 with a touch on the ground. Five for 27. On six targets. Yeah, he that was incredible. Yeah, that being said, Robbie Anderson still is showing up, which is Remember, the biggest... I got him so late in our draft because like he sat there with like 40 picks past four. Yeah, well, a deep threat. I'm for a even, guy who doesn't throw the deep ball. I'm not even why saying you, I blame him, but... He's been killing it. He was 8 for 99 on 11 targets. Uh, I mean, it's Curtis Samuel, 4 targets. DJ Moore, 6. Mike Davis, 6. I mean, he's just blowing everybody out. Yeah, every targets, stat. production, receptions, and everything. It makes me mad like the Packers are like somebody like with a real like, offense. Nah, didn't we don't go get want it. him. Yeah. yeah, we don't want him. It's like, okay, well, nice going, guys. But yeah, yeah. He, He's clearly, again, proving the Jets suck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just because... I mean, he was always good on the Jets, but clearly he's being Never, far better used. Here. Yeah, they're like, hey, let's actually give our best player the ball. Uh, Teddy, pretty meh day. 26 for 37, 276, two touches. For him, this is like the best game of his career, so I'd, I'd tip my hat to him. Yeah, Ronald Jones is on track for 112 receptions, 1,500 yards. Jeez. <laughs> Ronald, not Ronald Jones, Robbie Anderson. Oh, I was like, Robbie are we Anderson. About Getting thrown to by Teddy Bridgewater is gonna is on track for fifteen hundred yards. I never in my wildest dreams would have thought that would happen. I think it's worth mentioning Bridgewater did have six for thirty two and a touchdown on the on their rushing game too. Who cares? But a lot of rushing from quarterbacks so far. Yeah. Uh, next game we have is going to be the Vi- Oh, my computer just freaked out. We have the Vikings. <laughs> what a game! Vikings Texans, the battle of the zero and threes. 
Uh, Vikings get this one 31 to 23, which leads to the firing of Bill O'Brien. About damn time. Football fans of every team rejoice. Uh, that was a long time in the making. About a week ago, I said general that, manager as well. Excuse yeah. Me. I said the Texans just weren't good enough in regards to like the upper echelons of teams. And I want to amend that statement. The Texans are not good. Mm. They are not good and not good enough. Just not good. This Vikings team has been a joke all season. Boy, they have been Smith got horrible. And this shows how terrible the run defense is. They let Dalvin cook. Who's a, Fine player, don't get me wrong. Run on him for 130 yards and two touchdowns. He has what you like. He had 27 carries. Yeah, he. they got absolutely dominated by one man. Even, I guess, Adam Thielen shows up. In, gee, I'm looking at now. Even Je- Justin Jeffries. Justin like, Jefferson, actually, yeah. he showed up again after, yeah. after last week. Like, hey, watch this. And, yeah, they absolutely destroyed him. It's almost like a Madden offense, though, where Thielen and Jeffries, or Jefferson, I keep calling Jeffries, Jefferson come – are about 220 of the 260 passing yards and Dalvin cook has all the rushing yards, but it's yeah, I guess as a, as an Adam Thielen owner, it is a, it was a nice day. Not such a nice day for Duke or David Johnson, 16 for 63 uh, on the ground. He had everybody hoodwinks week one. And then two for 29. Well, cause everybody's like, he, if, you, if you get this guy, you're going to run him into the ground. And then, he, he had that seven yard per carry average against the chiefs. Right? Okay. Okay. And he looked good. And then, yeah, now it's just like, ugh. uh, as far as the Texans go, Will Fuller, six for 108 and a touchdown on seven targets. I'm eating those words. You, you don't really care about anybody. Nobody else besides him did anything. Uh, the thing that I would mention that is worth noting, Brandon Cooks, uh, zero for zero receptions on three targets. I'm about, I'm just such a Brandon Cooks believer that I don't want to drop him, but I'm about at the drop point. I don't blame you, man. But I don't blame you one bit. It's just hard that a guy who's on like three different teams has put up over a thousand yards, like that he's just getting. This zero. just shows the state of the Texans. This man could have success on any team he's on, except the Texans. Well, and they're looking for somebody to throw it to. I just, uh, Will Fuller probably right now the only guy that you're starting. I mean, I guess you have to start David Johnson, but uh, even Deshaun twenty for thirty three, two touchdowns and three hundred yards. That's a you're probably doing better. I mean, yeah, they're probably better pickup options. He's it's a hold, fine, but I don't know yeah. if you're starting him. It's kind of just the Texans right now are just a disaster. And with them getting a new general manager and head coach, uh, it'll be interesting to see what and they the Vikings like. defense hasn't been good. No, Harrison Smith went out too. Yeah. And like the Packers absolutely like mauled these well, guys. That's everybody. But yeah. Yeah. But it's just. It's Speaking, a tough time. Did you see that Aaron Rodgers quote today? Yeah. On the he, Pat McAfee show. He, he, he was talking that. Oh, I was. He was I talking was, that. I noticed how he wasn't saying that kind of stuff last season. Well, I, yeah, I, I don't know. But I, I thought it was really Yeah, I got, a good, I got a good four games under the belt. Time to start talking. But I, I liked well, it, though. he is kind of the GOAT. But I liked it, though. Yeah, it was it was really funny. The comments were people were like, like swearing, like, oh, I'm a Bears fan, but I hate that I like this guy. Or like a lot of those. There's probably people like Goach-ish. I'm like, yes. that's Goach-ish. I'm censoring myself for the oh, children oh. who watch this. Thank you. Can't get us – well, we have to be monetized to be demonetized, yeah. but can't get our content blocked. Mm-mm. Can't be doing that. Um. Big brain play. Speaking of content you wish was blocked, uh, Giants-Rams. Giants lose this one 9-17. To, <laughs> to be honest, that was a lot closer than I thought it would be. And uh, did not score a touchdown. I could guarantee this didn't hit the over. <laughs> uh, just without looking at any of the stats, is there a single Giant that you would want to own? No. Moving forward, if you owned any of them, would you drop them? Probably wouldn't drop them because... Who's worth keep not dropping? Evan Ingram, maybe. Maybe Darius Slayton, maybe because my team's desperate. So for people like me, who, I have four people out for injury this week, and I have three on by. So I will take anybody I can get. So for somebody like me, the rare instance, I'd say Darius Slayton is worth a known. Daniel Jones, twenty-three for thirty-six, hundred ninety yards, and one interception. Uh, nobody rushed for over forty-five yards on the ground, so I'm just not even going to mention them. For the Rams, it seems honestly like Sean McVay is just flipping a coin to see who gets the carries each week because he can't seem to figure it out which is very difficult yeah it's you I'm, I'm just gonna say you'd probably always want to start henderson but if you had better two better options yeah you'd probably want to just do that to be safe cooper cup another good game for a 17 point scoring game he had a really good game cooper cup yeah once again with the touchdown more yards i think robert woods i'm not robert woods is the integral part of the offense and he's very good but i don't think he's the primary piece malcolm brown even had five catches which for his owners was is good yeah that's, that's just that's five, hard. That's five free You're points. You're just flipping a coin. And once again, uh, Higby, three for 21, no touchdowns. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. He had, let's see, 
The Rams' offense is one of the hardest things to gauge yeah, in all of football. Absolutely, especially the running game. But, I mean, Brown ended with 10. So, I mean, if you're desperate, maybe a flex, maybe with bias coming up. But I wouldn't feel good about it. Yeah, it's uh, that whole – essentially, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods are the only two you're feeling, like, strong conviction on if you start. <laughs> and Woods is it, This is to joke. Like, after the game was the most fight I saw out of the Giants. Mm. I guess pun intended. But Daniel Jones, again, more turnovers than touchdowns, which has essentially just been a write-in. That's been, I believe, every game this season. He's either had a tie for two and two or more turnovers and interceptions. It's not good. It's uh, I be he was sacked five times. Uh, I don't care. I would be. They interested. need to start tanking for Trevor Lawrence. Well, I would be interested to see which teams with young quarterbacks would be willing to take Lawrence or trade him. Oh, like the Giants should should do everything in their power to lose every single. I guess. See, they, I don't know if they'd want to get rid of Dimes though. They should. He's been terrible. I mean, are you, do you want to kick Darnold out? I think a change of scenery have, would help. Him. I have so much more faith in Darnold than I do. Danny Dimes. If I was, as we've mentioned before, I would. If I was Lawrence, I would refuse to play for the Jets. Oh, absolutely. I would just straight up yeah. say I wouldn't sign. This is a franchise that gave <laughs> Le'Veon Bell big money. And I should say, if I'm a quarterback, yeah, well, I, I shouldn't say that because they get paid a lot for being like the first. Yeah, I'd be like, but hell no. If I was a top prospect, they'd be like, yeah. What have the Jets no done fans. in the past ten years that's garnered any goodwill or anything that deserves you to have faith in them? That's nothing. They have done absolutely nothing. I just remember Curtis Martin so fondly. I loved Curtis Martin. That was better, very random. Better but, uh, times. Next game, speaking of good times, not really. Uh, Colts beat the Bears 19-11. to 11. Uh, What we're going to see, this is going to be a common theme coming up here, that the Bears are going to start losing games because, if we're being fair, they should probably have one win if that. Yeah, the people are going, Damn, why put Trubisky in? He's 3-0. Even though he had no right being three the and truth out. is the the bears don't have a quarterback and again yeah and they don't even have a running back because david montgomery is finally going up against like average defenses and it's just been killing david him. montgomery aka the most underwhelming yeah was, that was why i, was I like, don't have a word to describe how that was why after the first two weeks i'm like to get rid of that guy like he's played the two worst rush defenses and he's looks average so if you played <laughs> the worst two running defense it looked average but you get a couple of touchdowts there get rid of him like now shout out to alan robinson though yeah, Allen Ro- yeah. Seven for 101 on 10 targets. Yeah, good for him. And I, a touch. I love seeing him do well. He's very good. Yeah, uh, he they should so be good. re-signing him. They should be doing everything he was talking in about their power. a new contract and everything. To get, without him, what do they have? He is very good. They have nothing. Uh, they have uh, With, Darnell Mooney and Jimmy Graham. Yeah, he has seven receptions, 101 yards, and one touchdown, and they only put up 11 points. Imagine if he weren't on that field. They so would I'm just going to say uh, Montgomery Terrible. and Allen Robinson. Are those the only two you don't? I'm currently starting Malcolm Brown in my flex. and That did not answer the question. And it would still be hard for me to own Montgomery. Obviously, I'd own him, but I have no faith in David Montgomery. Uh, flip side, the the Colts just – their offense is very interesting. I mean, you had three running backs get nine or more targets. Or, or, or rushes. Yeah, carries. Sorry. As Jonathan Taylor owner dynasty, that is infuriating. But, yes. I do think that, like we've talked about, Jordan Wilkins has a chance to – they just be a thorn. Yeah, they the just can't season. figure it out because like Naheem Himes will get like zero carries, and the next week they give him nine. So, I well, think it's well, a lot of game scripts. What's changed? Or like I guess. some teams, you know how you can do different things with different. You know they run mm-hmm. different things, and I I think it's a little bit matchup based. I think this is also showing how good Jonathan Taylor is because we're seeing the team as a whole, even with him included, average two point seven yards per carry, mm-hmm. and he had four, which isn't great. But I mean, take him out of that equation, they're probably averaging like one and a half, maybe like two. So, I mean, that just yeah, shows how good he is. he's clearly the best guy yeah. there. Uh, Moelle Cox. One, one catch again, but one <laughs> touchdown. So, it seems like he's just going to do a Mark Andrews routine and half as well. Yeah. He's going to get about a touchdown a week. And uh, if that's what you're looking for out of your position, then yes. The Colts are one of those 3-0 teams, kind of like the Bears, who I just don't have much faith in, though. See, I think the Colts are better. I, I, th- better I think they're better. Bears. I think they're better, they're too. They're a lot better. But, like, when you think 3-1, and uh, three and one, I think they might be the second Which worst receiver – if any, would you want to own? That's a tough question. Because Pascal? Yeah. Probably. I think he's the only guy I'd want to own. T.Y. has It'd been. It'd be hard to drop T.Y., but I wouldn't I remember him, before I the think. season, they were like, T.Y. was like, oh, like, like well, we got a bunch of good stuff playing for Phil and me. And that has not come to fruition mm. at all, unfortunately for him. Yeah, I think Pascal's the one guy. And, again, if you're looking for uh, – 
hey, I need a touchdown every week from my tight end on one pass. Maybe. Morale Cox Maybe is probably Mo, but a decent yeah. option. Yeah, these are neither offense is very good. Uh, Phillip Rivers, 190 yards, one touchdown. I mean, nothing, just not much there. Uh, anything else before we move on to the next game? No. Next game we have uh, almost another disastrous game, but we have the Bills Raiders. Uh, Bills win this game 30-23. to uh, Bills are one of the remaining 4-0 teams, which maybe people saw that coming. I don't know. Uh, Josh Allen. I, saw, I thought 3-1. and one. I thought they'd struggle against the Rams, which I guess they did, but in the well, second half. should have lost, but yeah, that's fair. Uh, Josh Allen had a little bit more down-to-earth game. He was 24 for 34, 288 yards, two touchdowns. If that's a down-to-earth game, though, you're sitting well. Oh, yeah. 288. Oof. Uh, he did have a rushing touchdown. He was three carries for negative one yards and a touch. So, there you go. <laughs> His yard per carry has been terrible this year. Like, the people are, like, ready for it. His long was one yard. So, uh, Devin Singletary is still looking, obviously, the be- like the best back to own, obviously. Granted, Moss has been out yeah, for the past two weeks. Yeah, it doesn't need to be but... said. Uh, he was 18 for 55 with one touchdown, so only, I mean, three, 3.1 yards to carry. And I don't think of the Raider defense as being elite by any means. So, Fun fact, Stephon Diggs is the leading receiver in the league with yards. Yeah, Stephon Diggs turning out to be an incredible value. Six for 115 on seven targets. What would they give up for him? Like a second-round pick? I honestly don't remember. They fleeced the the Vikings definitely for is that. Is John Brown worth a play anymore? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, maybe as a flex play. Even Cole Beasley. 42 on five. Even Cole Beasley is moving eh, in. Cole, he, in. In full PPR, he's... Four targets? I'm sorry, in half PPR, he's averaging 10 a week. Yeah, but four targets. He, the touchdown saved him. It did. But he also let, he was also missed like half the game because of an injury. That's true. I, he's definitely worth owning. I just yeah. don't know if you'd ever put him I'd, out there. I'd say but. for flex play. Like in, in like with bye weeks coming up. Because mm-hmm. I don't know what he's doing in full PPR. He's probably around the 12 to 13. But in half PPR, he is at 10 a game. Which, yes. I mean, like, is I would, not bad at all. Yeah, uh, John Brown's probably maybe a flex, but yeah. definitely worth owning. Cole Beasley worth owning. Uh, Darren Waller, after his horrible week the week before. He is good. He's very good. It's weird, though. Like, week one or two weeks ago, 13 catches. Mm-hmm. The week next week, one catch. The following week, nine. Like, I, Yeah, he's a little bit weird. But he, he's fantastic, though. Nine for 88 on 12 targets, so you'll love to see that. Henner Renfro, also Remains a possible flex slash dash. He's on track for 100, or Darren Waller is on track for 116 receptions. Jeez, that's, yeah. that is a lot. For a tight end, that is, or for anybody, that's absurd. Um, I would hold on to Hunter Renfro outside of him. Probably nobody. Renfro, again, 5 for 57 on 8 targets. Josh Jacobs has been one of the most confusing players of the year, whereas on the ground he's struggling, which is where he succeeded in last year, and in the receiving game he's doing pretty well, where he was terrible last year. So he does have of, a good defense, but yeah. Yeah, but this has been a couple weeks now. It seems like what he was really strong at last year isn't working, but what he was bad at last year was doing fantastic. He's doing great at. So, did you know that Theo Riddick was on the Raiders? No, I, I did not either. I forgot Theo Riddick existed. You know, he had two carries for thirteen yards. I best, wish I would. Best rusher of the day, efficiency wise. Uh, Derek Carr also disappointing. Thirty-two for forty-four, three eleven, two touchdowns. That, that, I would say that's fine. I'm saying disappointing in like real life quarterback. Oh, that dude. If he doesn't have a lead, he's worthless. He. Alex Smith 2.0. We referenced earlier that Derek. we had two quarterbacks without throwing a pick. Aaron Rodgers yeah, and Derek Carr. Aaron, Derek Carr is – nobody he, he, cares about Derek For Carr. me, he's the definition of, like, he's fine. Yeah, he's like Alex yeah, Smith. Yeah, he's fine. Like, he's not incredible. Like, he's not going to, like, he's lose games. He's never coming back. But he's He's, well, he's never going to win you one. He's, he's like the a, perfect – He's a better te- Teddy Bridgewater. If you build a perfect team around him, he's going to get you the playoffs every year, but that's about it. Uh, you could even call him a better Kirk Cousins, but – Kirk's been struggling. Oh, no, I'm sorry. A, a, a worse Kirk cousin? Yeah, gosh, I don't even want This to, season a better, but career-wise worse. That. Yeah, that's a tough scene there. Uh, next game we have Eagles 49ers. Um, Eagles take this one, 25 to 20. I won 36 bucks on that one the, last uh, week. First place, Philadelphia Eagles at 1-2-1. That hurts me to hear that. Uh, San Francisco is just kind of a – it's a joke that they're still even competing. in these games. Yeah, it, uh, it's a testament to their system. They played Mullins and Bethard. Uh, I would say that Bethard looked better, but neither of them looked great. Nick Granted, looked terrible. Bethard also got put in when there's four minutes left and they're giving every single catch down the middle to run the clock out. So, I mean, it made sense that he was doing well. But, yeah, he did look good in what he did. Uh, Jarek McKinnon on the rushing side, he – I mean, 14 for 54 and a touch. Not incredible, but the next best guy was Jeff Wilson with three carries. He killed so, it in the receiving game, too. He's clearly the number one guy back there, and I don't think it's even going to be ever Raheem, be close. Raheem Mozart's coming back this week, though, which could 
potentially mess some stuff up yep, for, I, for both of them. Because I when, think it, they're going to split. Yeah, when Mozart left, he was getting the bulk of the carries, but now McKinnon's actually done well enough where he might not. George Kittle, 15 catches on 15 targets. He was – that is incredible. 183 yards and a touchdown. He's really the only guy doing anything. That uh, is insane. Brandon Ayuk looked okay, but – He had a really nice play. It's that jump that everybody's yeah. going to remember. So, I mean, I don't think that means too much to anybody. Bethard threw 19 passes in five minutes, which That's someone said – Which someone said if you do that for a whole game, obviously it wouldn't – if he did it for a full game, that'd be over 200 attempts. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, I was surprised when I looked at the box slinging score. that. Uh, just as a side note, I do think Debo Samuel's worth adding. Yeah. He's going to be good. Uh, first game back, I believe, and obviously he was going through two quarterbacks. So uh, once Garoppolo's back, things will get a little easier, or once one of these quarterbacks decides not to play like a, dial, uh, a pile of dog poop, yeah, uh, it'll be a little easier as well. Uh, Miles Sanders definitely disappointed, 13 yeah, that, for 46. That was tough. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the next best rusher, well, was two quarterbacks, but Corey Clement and Boston Scott both had two carries apiece. So nothing too crazy there. Carson Wentz, another uh, classic Carson Wentz day, 80, 18 for 28, 193 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Sacked three times, was being chased around the entire game as we've uh, become accustomed to. So probably not worth owning there. Um, are there any receivers on this team that you're owning? Zach Ertz, four for nine on five targets. Not looking good at all. Him, but that's about it. Nobody else? No. You don't want to add Travis Fulgham? No, I don't. Two for 57 and a touch? No. He, he was signed up the practice squad this week. Yeah, it's uh, looking very bad for the Eagles. But they're leading the division, so mm-hmm. there's that. Uh, anything you'd like to add to this? No. Um, I did want to talk about the Chiefs in New England and something I've realized coming this a quarter of the we, way through the league. We haven't got to that game yet. Well, they're next. That they I'm are. just segueing, but um, what I've realized is a quarter of the way through the season thus far, spending high draft picks on quarterbacks is a waste of time. Isn't that what everybody has said for years now? But, I mean, people are like, oh well, Lamar and Mahomes are different. Like, their upside but, is, but at this point, neither one of them have looked great. Like Mahomes, like even Mahomes, two thirty with two touchdowns, and the two touchdowns were both shovel passes. And he's like, eh. as somebody who was, I was at the Chiefs game last night. Uh, it was weird. But, yeah, I'd say um, this is just more evidence where, like, Lamar Jackson is not a top-two quarterback right now. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. I don't think he ever was. No. Patrick Mahomes is not a top-two quarterback right now. But they're both drafted as that. When I think of a, a quarterback, I think of someone who throws the ball. And I don't think he's even – if you took his legs away, which is not fair, but I don't think he's a he's top nothing. 15. No. <laughs> he – well, he's 27th in passing yards. Well, but it's because that's by design, though. Still, it's not like they rely on them to throw. Still, it's. I think this has just been more evidence that you shouldn't draft guys like Mahomes or guys like Lamar. But they were up. like a hundred points ahead of. It just shows how hard it is to repeat it. Oh no, it it really is. I think so. After a huge season, like we saw Mahomes' huge season a couple of years ago, last season he was okay. He was, he was pretty good, but he wasn't worth the pick. And then this year, I mean, people still were high on that really big year he had a couple yeah, of years ago. He's been very good outside of this game. Oh, no, he's he's been fine. It's just you have to – in order to get that kind of draft, you have to be incredible. It was a really weird game because there's a lot of pass, like a lot I guess of Patrick running. Mahomes hasn't thrown an interception either. So he's – there's three. He two. was 19 for 29, 236, and two touchdowns. Like you said, there was nothing crazy there. No, and this isn't even talking bad about him. He's on track for 4,500 yards and 44 touchdowns. It's just – I don't know. Like, there's guys like you could pick later who've been outperforming them, so it makes it hard to get on that strategy. But that being said, Damian Harris, he's definitely worth owning. Yeah, he's that one guy I've like half mentioned in a couple. Yeah, of he, podcasts. he's he's the guy I picked with like my 15th round pick. He was on IR, and a bunch of other people he got hurt him still. So I had to get rid of him, and I dropped him. And then he comes back and goes for 17th. He was the guy I forgot this, to grab. Yeah, this every is the, week. This is the guy I needed, and now or who I need, and now I won't be able to get him. But yeah, I think he's gonna. There might be a little bit of a backfield split. Well, and Sony Michelle, Michelle is on IR. Back. So, I mean, no, it, this dude. I just don't think Michelle's going to go to zero carries. He should because this guy, after one game, has done more than Sony's done the whole season. I didn't think he was like – and I know that I wasn't watching specifically him, but I never felt like any running back they were throwing out there was like doing much. Yeah, fair enough. The Nothing's really changed on the Chiefs' side. I, Sammy Watkins is still maybe worth owning. I don't remember that 41-yard run. I don't know what's wrong with me. Clyde Edwards looked okay. He didn't look great. Yeah, there was nothing too special there. It was kind of a boring game. It really was. 
Uh, the tr- the big story is Jared Stidham getting to play. Brian Hoyer was just a disaster. I mean, so is Stidham. When they – The fact they took him this Brian long. Brian Hoyer, they were in field goal range to end the second half. Did he get sacked for like 15 yards? They used – I was so confused because they used the timeouts really weird. Yeah. And so they got it to 16 seconds left, and they should have just had like two or three end zone shots. And he takes a sack with no timeouts. It's like an 18 like, yard sack, yeah. What, it's like something it's I would like, do in what Madden. Is going I'd run backwards on. eight yards and get sacked and get have a meltdown. And if it were like somebody like known for their athleticism, maybe you could justify it. it's it's Brian Hoyer. Well, this the guy's next not possession, out. this guy's not outrunning anybody. They come down the field, they're in like the red zone again. He holds the ball too long, fumbles, and it's like, <laughs> dude, I think it was a fumble. He turned it over yeah. somehow, and it was just like, my goodness, he really cost him the game. Uh, Stidham looked okay. His interception really wasn't his fault. I uh, hit Edelman, Edelman right in the one. hands, and he kind of like volleyball set it to a honey badger. So that I, I don't really blame him for that. And he was coming in at an impossible time. I mean, granted, he was he hung out Julian to dry on that play. Julian would have gotten killed had he caught that ball. But still, yeah, the pick wasn't his fault. Yeah, I think his second interception was really bad. But yeah. the first one, first one wasn't. I believe he threw a. Yeah, it, it was. It was like Rapier on Thursday night. He threw that really bad pick. Just that was the worst it. pick I think I've ever like, seen. There was. <laughs> It was literally there's like no he missed the guy by like, threw like the twenty yards short. Yeah, it was, was just horrible. Was just camping out. Yeah, that was a it was not a pretty game by no. any means, but you know it was fun. It's super weird. There was uh, I think twelve thousand people in attendance. Mm-hmm. So I have like a cool picture. If you like look around us, there's nobody. <laughs> so it was like so chill. And it, like I told you, it took us five minutes to leave the stadium once everybody got to their car. It was the weirdest thing I've ever Every seen. Every middle-aged man was celebrating in that oh, parking lot. I was freaking yeah. loving it, yeah. Because normally I waited in that parking lot over an hour. Yeah, it's not where good. It's like, you just drove straight out, and I was like, that, wait, I'm out? Like, that's it? I bet you were loving that. Oh, it was great. Only got, got home at 12.40, so that was fun. Uh, anything else on that game? No, not really. Like I said, unfortunately, that game was a little bit of a letdown. Yeah, um, when it shouldn't have been. Cam Newton getting hurt. That's what I mean. They yeah. just tried. The Patriots were trying to control the clock, which is what you have to do. Yeah. Uh, the quarterbacks just really screwed it up for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last game we have, the Falcons versus the Packers. Uh, Falcons lost this game 16-30 to uh, in what was no surprise to anyone. Uh, I know nobody cares about my bets, but this is the, uh, I bet the over. This Both teams had hit the over on all three of their games, and they did not do it on this one. So shout out to me. I bet the under on Todd Gurley, 61 yard, rushing yards. He got up to 57. I was, like, losing it because he got up to, I think, around 55, like, right out, like, mm-hmm. after that huge drive in the third quarter. And there's still, like, two-thirds or a third of the game left. I'm like, well, I lost this. And then he got tackled for, like, a negative eight, which really, which really bailed me out. But ended up winning. He ended up with 57 yards. He did not look good. Everybody on Twitter was just – Oh, they were going in on him. Like, this dude has no explosiveness. Like, this dude sucks. Like, if he had any explosive, like, you see tweet after tweet after tweet after tweet, and there's people like, yeah, if he had any explosiveness, that would have been a 20-yard run. And it was like a two-yard run. Yeah, that's not good. And his two touchdowns saved him, and he had a good night on the fantasy-wise, but as a player, he just didn't get it done very well. What a, I mean, what a weird game. One catch for 60 yards again. He keeps getting one catch. Matt Ryan, 28 for 39, 285, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Like, that's crazy. No, that's strange. The lead receiver Zacchaeus Alamide or Alamide or Alamide Zacchaeus out there killing it. Eight for eighty six on Calvin Ridley targets. dropped a donut. Hayden Hurst actually did all right. Yeah, he actually got some catches. Julio four for thirty two. Julio left with another injury. Ito Smith got work. It was just a weird game. The the two Monday night games were very strange. Like, yeah, and I feel like they're not going to repeat. What really would worry me? I'd sell um, Todd Gurley high right now because what worries me is. He has one catch for six yards when Brian Hill and Ito Smith combined for five catches for 37 yards. So when it comes to the receiving game, which was most of what he did back in the day, or a big part, he's not in that at all. He's not in the equation. So with these two touchdowns, that could really boost his value, and I'd get rid of him as soon as possible. Yeah, I still think he has a relatively safe floor, though. And like, most running backs are hurt, so I'm not really sure what you could get. Yeah, so you point. could probably get more. I like, mean, if you could trade I mean. for McCaffrey, I might do that. Who'd be dumb enough to do that? Well, I'm just saying, well, if there are, like, even Nick Chubb, I mean, that's even like a – would you do that? Would you trade a guy who's probably getting 12 points, 15 points a week for a guy who's out for five weeks? I'd do it for McCaffrey. I think the uh, Browns play the Jets in another bad team week 15, ooh, 16, too. As, as, a, as a Kareem Hunt owner, ooh-hoo. No, as a Nick Chubb owner. I'm getting ready. Hopefully he comes back. Uh, another great game by Aaron Rodgers. I mean, how really good are was. the Packers right now? They're very good. As, some, as a lifelong Packer fan, I was not expecting us to be good. Fate's been good to us. The Bills and the Packers. 
I mean, for once, it's been good to us. I know. If only they'd play, that'd be fun. It would be. 27 for 33, four touchdowns, no interceptions. And according to PFF, uh, Rodgers has had zero – I don't remember the exact Interceptable. He's had, yeah, there you go. Zero interceptable balls or turnover-worthy plays, uh, which is honestly incredible. Uh, How about Robert Tanyan? He's been stepping it up. Yeah, he's like, he's hey, good. He's literally like, hey, watch this. And then he just turns into a Pro Bowl caliber player. Uh, not good news for all the uh, Jay Sternberger uh, loyalists out there. He's on track for 20 touchdowns this season. I know it's not going to happen. If he, he's probably still a free agent in a lot of leagues. Probably. I think, he, I'm, I, clearly, I'm not suggesting he's, I mean, Devontae Adams is out. I'm not suggesting he's going to do what he did. One thing that scares again, me 13 receptions on 14 targets. That scares me. For who? Um,. Tanyan. He was six for six. No, I mean on the season. Oh. He only has okay. one incomplete pass to him. So Rogers has thrown really well. He is, slot. but he is, but it is something just to keep an eye on. No, I, I'm I'm not saying you're wrong. I do agree. Jamal Williams had himself a nice night on that. I mean, he's still getting a lot of work for a backup. Uh, on the ground, I it was only eight for ten, but that's still eight touches through the air, eight for ninety five on eight targets. So I mean that's a lot of targets. It's not bad. Valdez Scantling still not able to put anything Golly, together. The one guy in the backers I own. I, I yeah. believe he dropped another potential touchdown, but I would need to. I was at the game, so I would. That's need literally to see the, the one on thing that. he's been consistent at is just dropping the ball, figuratively and literally. And how good has Aaron Jones been? Fifteen for seventy-one on the ground. It makes me sick. Five for the, forty and a touch through the air. He's been very good. I was trying to stand for him all year, and everybody's like, no, he can't do what he did last year. Well, he like, shouldn't be able why? to. Why? Why can't he? He's good, and they th- – Well, it was it was like 20th – get 20-plus 20th in rushing yards and, like, first in touchdowns. Like, that's – on. you can't do that. Yeah, but this isn't the Derrick Henry thing. He was – he's always got touchdowns. He's just a limited – and I say limited with quotes, but he's like a limited touch guy who's probably going to combine for low 20s and still get touchdowns every week. It makes me mad. I know. I really wish I could have got him. I was hoping to, but he went right before me. Yeah, I could have gotten him instead of picking up um, Chris Godwin, who's gotten me nobody, but he like fell like one pick before me. For what it's worth, uh, I did want to mention, I would not, on the Falcons' side of the ball, I would see that everything that happened as being an outlier. It was just a weird game. I wouldn't go rush to pick up Zacchaeus. Like Todd Gurley getting you two touchdowns? Like This is in 2016. Um, and in the same way, I wouldn't. Freak out over Robert Tanyan. I think he's going to be an important piece, but I don't think he's going to. For Tanyan, he's worth owning. No, he's definitely worth owning, but I'm not saying, like, don't go drop a ton of fab on him or something. Um, outside of that, did you have anything to add? Not really. That's about all I had, too. Um, I know that you had a couple of free agent ads that you were thinking about. Yeah, let me just pull, it up, pull up the list real quick. All Tanyan right. was obviously one of them because mm-hmm. I don't think he's owned in many leagues. Yeah, I doubt it. Let me pull it up. Of course, and I have a best ball league where I have Sternberger. It's like, why? <laughs> why? Oh, that's for the season, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, yeah, a season-long no waiver. Who's so. the worst pick on that? Well, the stupid thing auto-picked uh, guys. Oh, that hurts. Yeah, that was not great. The, um, I was in a league where I got auto-picked one pick, and it was A.J. Brown. And if anybody's watched the well, show he's been hurt. since the beginning, you heard me talk so much smack about how bad A.J. Brown he's still, was. He's good. I still, he's just hurt. I still think he's not – when he comes back, he's not going to be anything good. Mm. But for running backs, let's go down to positions. Obviously, anybody who's getting good carries, you should obviously pick up. Maybe Tony Pollard. Maybe if you're desperate. Damian Harris is an obvious own. Is he um, the number one pick, do you think? Yeah, Damian Harris is the number one. How much one. fab would you spend on him, if, assuming you had 100? I'd spend a lot on him. Is he over 50, under 50? I'd, I'd say over 50. Okay. Because, in my opinion, he should get the starting job. And he'd be – I just don't know once Cam Newton's back how valuable that is. That is true, but I think Sony Michelle – I don't a, think 50 is – Sony Michelle sucks, and he's been getting a lot A lot of work. people would say 50 is too high, but I don't think 50 – At this point of the season, no. We're already a quarter of the way I don't through. think that's a bad – No. Yeah, especially that's his first game. I'm trying to think of the Browns, the Browns backup who came in. Um Oh, I can go find him. You, yeah, he's probably worth. He's worth knowing with Chubb out. I wouldn't spend much fab on him, but if you can get him, he could probably get you eight to ten. Obviously, Chubb's going to be back, but it's going to be a minute. So, to, to Ernest Johnston, Johnson. That's it. Yeah, to um, Ernest. What a real get name. to Ernest. I'd say for the wide receivers, maybe Ayuk. Maybe he had that one really nice play. Scotty Miller is one of those, especially. If he's still available at this point. Who, Scotty? Yeah, I feel like we've mentioned him for like four weeks. Yeah, Scotty Miller definitely. 
if you're super, 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 Ooh, super desperate, maybe, desperate. maybe, maybe a guy like Danny Amendola. Again, very, very desperate. There aren't many great um, receivers out on the waiver wire right now. Maybe Deshaun Jackson if you're really desperate. Larry Fitzgerald. He has not panned out like I thought he would. He's been hurt. I guess that's the been the that's been the him in a nutshell. Um, yeah, maybe Larry Fitzgerald, but I'd say not him much for tight ends. Um, I would say no to Fitzgerald. By the way. Yeah, me too. Jimmy Graham, uh, maybe Austin Hooper, maybe. There, there's a bunch of maybes. Greg Olson's worth an own at least. He's not going to be incredible. If you need seven points, he's yeah. Your guy. And yeah, that's about it. I'd say the one guy I saw. I was looking at it right now, and I saw under the tight ends there was Taysom Hill. Don't, don't pick Taysom Hill. Just mm. don't, don't. Yeah, that's about it. All right. Well, I didn't really have much to add to that. I was kind of letting you take that one over. Um, we would like to thank everybody for tuning in to our week four You've been recap. Lovely. Week four recap. Uh, we will be back tomorrow night with a week five preview, uh, including going over some uh, some, some potential bets, lines, and potential bets. I was um, three for four last all week. All the fun stuff. My mic uh, has fallen off, so I will hold it by hand there we until go. I rescrew it in. And that being said, where can the good look, people look at the condition oh. of the mic? So if you're watching this on a video and you want to generate some ad revenue, just click the like button. It's that simple. Leave a comment. Leave a nice one, preferably. Maybe even a mean one. Or one we could work on. Maybe something like that, too. Or maybe but, uh, drop a donation for new mics. Yeah. But if you're not watching this on video and you're listening to it on the podcast, there's other places you could listen oh. to it, too. That's Apple Podcasts. Oh, I officially ripped the mic out. There you go. It there's, is a free float. And I'm just going to hold it the rest of the show. There's Apple Podcasts. There's Spotify Podcasts. Or you can find everything and more. On finishfirstmedia.com. I do need to, we do need to better do a better job of keeping that thing. Up That's to exactly date. what we need to do. Finish first, F I R S T, not the one S T. Finishfirstmedia.com. And that's about all the plugs. We do have a Twitter that we don't use, Suit Yourself Media. I'm actually making a meme for it right now. So if you want to see what that meme looks like. It's, it's Suit Yourself Podcast. That's what I said. You said Suit Yourself Media. Ah, oh, guy, Suit Yourself Podcast. But I guess it's Suit Yourself Pod on Twitter. Go out there and look it up. You might see that meme I'm making. And it's a nice one. <laughs> If, if you don't see it on the viral section. Yeah, you know, if, it doesn't, if it doesn't get retweeted it's on probably your probably going to get feed. trending. Yeah, but. it's not that trending topic already. All right, well, we'd like to thank everybody for listening again. We will be back on Wednesday. I didn't say the date, but 10-7 uh, to, yeah. uh, to discuss the week five action. So uh, we'll see everybody then. Have yourself a great evening, morning, or afternoon. We'll talk to you later.